0: Everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is June tenth, twenty twenty.
1: Uh sad day in the garage. We will get to that. But I Dave, I have a story for you that's a hundred percent true, and I figured you needed a laugh, and I figure you will like this a lot for uh the timing for what's going on. Um couple I don't know, six, eight months ago, when everything was going on with me from Erica to everything else friend of mine suggested that I get CBD oil and said, get CBD oil, take a couple of drops of this, and it's really good. It just takes the edge off. You don't want to do the Lexapro. Uh, And I said, oh, this is great. So I got, uh, I ended up with like three bottles from three different friends, right? Were they,
0: were they all supposed to do the same thing or just say, just take Yeah, same okay. thing.
1: Just kind of help you fall asleep. Well, one was a guy that was going to sponsor the show. They're out of business. Oh, fuck. Uh, then was another friend of mine got one for me, but I haven't talked to her in 10 months. And then another friend had it, but if I get it from them, then it's an hour why Trump sucks. <laughs> and so, uh but I was all out of all three of them. Okay. And so I texted one and I said, hey, what's the, just what do I need? And they said, well, you need this particular brand. So I said, okay. So uh, last night I went to a dispensary. Now, I have never been to one. You ever been to one? Did you ever go with yes, Jake? I have. No, I've, I've been. Oh, that's right, I've, to get the edible. Yeah, I've been a few times, actually. I went to
0: one. It was uh, in Long Beach. It was uh, the Holy Church. Oh. THC.
1: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> like and the uh, right. problem is I was on their goddamn call list for fucking ever. God damn. And it went. It, it, no matter what, it changed the numbers out. It was a, it was a disaster. But yeah, no, I have gone. I I've, I did the edible that one time here. Yeah. But I've never been a guy that smoked, and the edibles no. never seemed to do anything. It, for some reason, honestly, my mom has told me the same thing. Marijuana doesn't do anything for her either. Like you don't. I don't feel a thing.
1: It. I've always been the same way. I'm yeah. not a smoker. The only experience I had is when Mark Wolf got me stoned out of my head. Now, what did he feel like? Because I was
0: asked people, what does it feel like to be stoned?
1: He, he, It hammered me. Like, I felt like I'd had two cases of beer. Like, really? Yeah. Because they made, Mark Wolf and Denny Purdy from the Gulls, made pot brownies and yeah. brought them up. But- If I smoked weed in the back of Santa Fe liquor with Griff and Gary Ross, it didn't have any impact on me. Like these guys would get high instantly. It just never impacted. So I take a bite of this thing, 15 minutes later, I'm gone. Just laughing, just like you see in a stupid movie. So uh, I find a a place in La Mesa. I call them, I say, hey, do you have this brand? They go, yeah, go great. Cash only business, right? Pretty cool, you go in.
0: No taxes.
1: No taxes. They're going to be
0: out of business in two months.
1: But, shit, the building was super cool. Yeah. And the staff was so nice. Though this shit's usually like 50 bucks a bottle, but it was my first purchase, so I saved like 20%. So I'm like, well, shit, give me two of them. So I package them up. They're so nice. They give me a coupon. They were great. Um, The only thing was... I didn't ask any questions, and they didn't <laughs> offer any advice. So I go home, and when I had the previous bottles, there was no THC in it. So you would take like a pretty good-sized eyedropper and just put yeah. it under your tongue, keep it for 15 seconds. Yeah. You deal with it, and, man, you fall asleep, and like I said, you're good. Well, your buddy didn't do any fucking research, so he just dips that fucking eyedropper in No and way. And goop. And, dude, it fucked me up. How long did it take? Uh, I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning, and I was convinced that I had vertigo. What's up? Fuck. Are you Nick Dude, the whole room is spinning. I don't know what I have to do. I'm dehydrated, and I got to piss like a fucking horse. (laughs) So now I get up, and remember, I haven't done this shit in, like, uh, six months. I'm so, But I'm not thinking it. I'm like, how the hell do you fall asleep and you get vertigo? Well, I got vertigo. Oh, my God. God damn! I probably got to either that or be fucking committed. Maybe I'm having a stroke. So now I got to go eight yards to take a piss. Yeah. You know how it feels, Dave, when you went to a keg party and you've had 90 beers? It's like you with Dan Marley. Yeah. Dude, I'm like, I'm going to piss all over the shower. I'm going to piss. Everywhere it remi-
0: a- reminds me. Remember Universal Studios? They used to do the Lee Majors, where he was chasing yes. that guy, and, be, <laughs> yes. and the tram goes through, and the whole all the walls are spinning. That was me. Yeah.
1: Now, I get up at six fifteen this morning to go to work. I'm still buzzed. Oh fuck. Oh shit.
0: See, that's the worst. Yeah. Because you got shit to do now.
1: But I realized. So I go okay. If I just sit <laughs> straight. If I just sit straight, I'm able to stay focused. It's when I get up and walk around that I get fucked up. So it wasn't too bad. Like, I felt like, because I wasn't going to do anything dangerous. If I was impaired, then I wasn't going to go to work. But I realized if I was sitting just like this, I felt like you and I talking right here. So I get up, I go down the steps, I'm like, God damn, right? (laughs) I swear to God, I felt like somebody hit me in the head with a folding chair. And then I get in the car and yeah. I'm like, I, I got out there early, sat there for like five, six minutes. I'm like, all right, well, let me just see how I feel. Yeah. I never have driven drunk. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing. Yeah, so me neither. But I start driving and I go, not like, yeah. know, oh, I'm fine. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I've got my motor Because you're skill, sitting down. Sitting down. Everything's fine. I get all the way to Carlsbad, no problems at all. I never felt impaired driving, anything dangerous like that. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, well, maybe I just needed to sit upright, get the blood flowing, everything's good. Man, I get out of the car, and I'm like, whoo, shit. (laughs) So, dude, I'm like, god damn. Now, at my building, they're taking our temperature every day for COVID-19. And I'm like, all right. So I go, and I'm like, Like, I'm coherent. I can talk. Yeah. I don't feel stoned. And they're just like, hey, you're good. So I go in. Now I have cotton mouth like a motherfucker. (laughs) So I just start, man, Dave, vitamin water and Aquafina and other water. Dude, you're just like a racehorse. Now, one of my closest friends is a doctor. Yeah. So I texted her. I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, don't you ask questions? You just inhale shit? You don't even know what it is? God damn! She's like, get your shit together. I literally, Dave, I sat there. I was dying laughing. Yeah. Like, my kids wouldn't do what I did. Yeah. I just. Nobody like, would. I didn't even look at the directions. I didn't look at what was in any of it. I literally just took the eyedropper and shot it. Oh, my God. And I have no idea what the THC level is on it, but I was wrecked, Oh my especially
0: gosh. at 2 in the morning. See, I told you, I did the I did the edible that one time when you were here, mm-hmm. and I didn't tell you I did it.
1: No. And I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't fucking do math.
0: Simple math. Like it was from 1998 to 2018, and I'm telling you, that's 19 years. Yeah, 19 years. And you're years. like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And then I realized, holy shit, I can't do math. Like I was all fucked up. But the second time I did an edible was the night that uh, the day before, Josh and I went up to see the Ravens and Rams. Oh, okay. And I did too much. Josh goes, you try it? And I go, yeah, I ate the whole thing. He goes, you ate the whole fucking giant cookie? And I go, yeah. He goes, what are you doing? That's like a month's worth. And I was like you. I was pretty fucked up. Like I, I felt like I was falling down. And I remember... We were leaving for L.A. like at two in the afternoon, and by one o'clock, I was like, "I'm not gonna fucking make it." He's gonna have right. to—he's gonna have to fucking drive. He's gonna have to hold my hand walking into the Coliseum. I'm all <laughs> fucked up, and it was—but it's—and then I kept thinking what Snoop Dogg said. He goes, "I don't do edibles. There's no off switch on an edible." Oh shit! And right. then I was like, yeah, "What the fuck was I thinking?" But I was like you. I've never been stoned, so why not no. just try that shit out? Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't a good idea for me. What are you going to do now? Are you going to go back well, and ask them? I own two fucking bottles. I know, but it works. But obviously, you just good. took too much.
1: Yeah. So Are you going to call? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. I, look, <laughs> here's the thing, You're right? You're going to save it for like New Year's Eve. No. You know, tonight, I'm going to go back and try it again. But I swear to God, Dave, I'm having flashbacks to NyQuil yeah. when we did the night yeah. show. But instead of cutting it in half... Like, I know where it was. Instead of cutting it in half, I'm going to cut it, like, down to, like, 25%. Yeah, smart. Right? Wouldn't yeah. you think? Yes. Like, just a little bit yeah. and see where that's at. Because I have to go to Carlsbad again tomorrow. If I was yeah. working from home, it wouldn't be that big a deal. But, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm like, holy shit. Dude, at 2 o'clock this morning, yeah. I never even think, like, oh, I'm fucking high. Yeah. I'm like, well, I have vertigo. <laughs> there you go. I must have got bit by a, a wasp or a fucking brown murder, hornet. Mur- murder hornet. Yeah, murder hornet fucked me up. That's it. Great. It's going to look really good. When I go out, I got a Chargers T-shirt on, and uh, they drag me out of here. That's fucking great. I don't even know how much medical time I have. And then I'm like, well, I'll figure that out after I take a leak. Jesus, I'm dying. And then I'm like, no, I think I'm just fucking stoned. I don't think I even looked at what the fuck was in here. I'm just like, oh, yeah, shit. Just give me nine ounces of that shit. I don't. Well, and here's the other thing. As much as we talk, Dave will tell you this. I don't smoke weed. No. I haven't done. Barely drink. Yeah. So my tolerance level is zero. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But it took to a (laughs) bite. So I was like, uh, it's a sad day. And uh, but I was like, well, I'll tell Dave this story. Like a fucking moron, I just started inhaling shit and it got me out. Luckily, this time though, the last time I was really fucked up. Yeah, I started texting everybody on my phone. <laughs> didn't make you, any, yeah, oh yeah, that was you crazy. You Woods, yeah, and about nine other people. But um, I didn't do that. So <laughs> you didn't tell anyone that you were, just fixed your printer in the middle yeah. of the night. That's what you, <laughs> yeah. That's what those messages were before. Just, fi-
0: yeah, just fix my printer.
1: Like what? It's like 2.30 a.m. Uh, but if I go back in there, I mean, yeah. everything's sealed up. If I just tell them, hey, look, you got me no, high as a kite. They're,
0: they're taking it back.
1: Even the one that's still
0: sealed in the box? Uh, maybe the one that's sealed, but they aren't
1: taking the one you open. That's for no, sure. no, no, no. Just, just, uh, if I was
0: here to keep it, and just learn how to take it.
1: Well, that's it. That's the other thing. So yeah. I'll mess with that one and figure out. That's funny. See,
0: you and I, we both have a hard time. We both say we have a hard time falling asleep. And you mentioned the NyQuil thing. I remember at KF&B, you were all fucked up on, oh, the, yeah. on the NyQuil to the point you're almost missing shows. But the, I told you, I took the melatonin. I took the NyQuil melatonin. I ordered it through Amazon because it was mm-hmm. cheaper. It was like 84, ta- 84 things for like 10 bucks, And it's the NyQuil Z. And, man, it is hard to wake the fuck up. Like right. it, it is really hard to wake up. They go, shit, I got stuff to do. And it's yeah. It's like, I don't care how bad you have to pee. You're just going to stay in that bed because it is too hard to even roll over and get out of bed. It, it, is, it is strong as shit.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. Goddamn, it was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> like It definitely took the fucking edge off, man. I was just like, shit.
0: I didn't have that much of an edge. Yeah, why didn't I have this stuff when my kids were two?
1: Right. It's like uh, having an ingrown nail and they just cut their whole forearm off. I was like, God damn. I didn't need that much medical attention. Yeah. God damn. But finally back to somewhat normal.
0: Holy shit. Yeah, it was. Uh, that is that is some crazy stuff, man. You know, you uh, you started the show off. We we definitely had a bad day in uh, yeah. in our house. And um and people that follow the show, man, have been so nice on on social media. And the only reason I, I mentioned it on on Twitter is because so many people know Sugar from our show. Oh yeah. And uh, I was saying to Josh, I go, man, I go. Jeff talks about her every show. So every it, show. So it's one of those where she's she's part of the show, and she basically lays down about two feet from where I sit normally, and she goes in and out of the garage normally. And um, she always waits for Jeff. She knows, for some reason, I have a dog that can tell time. She knows when my wife's coming home from work, she'll leave mm-hmm. the house, go sit in the front yard. She never, uh, you didn't have to put a leash on her. She no. just She never ran away. She just would go in the front yard. She wouldn't cross the sidewalk. But she would wait for Jeff to come every time we did a show and then show up. But when you were late, she would say, fuck you, dude. I'm yeah, not waiting for all you. all the time. And yeah. she would go in the house. But otherwise, she knew Jeff's on come way. Yeah. And she'd come out and say hi to you. And then- yeah. And either lay down or go back in the house. But she always stopped by to see you. But she uh, she wasn't doing well the last uh, couple days. And she really, she hasn't done well since Jake passed. Yeah. And we, we've told this story, as everybody knows, uh, my son passed in September of 2018. And Jake. October. And, uh, 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 well, sorry, October. I was throwing off his birthday. Um, October yeah. 30th, 2018. And. When The routine that Jake had with her was if Jake had work, but if he wasn't working, his deal was he would get up, he would take her for a walk, he would sleep with his door shut, and then he would would take her for a walk, he would feed her, and then he would take a nap, and she would take a nap on his, his bed with him. Well, the day that he passed, he never woke up from the night before, so his door was shut. She was on the outside of that door having a panic attack, basically, knowing that something was wrong. She probably could smell you know that he had passed away and so she her breathing had never been the same like she always breathed kind of kind of hard and kind of of a panting and then she developed cancer in her in her right eye and then had to have have that removed but they said uh you know the stress of losing jake was big for a dog yeah and so um she wasn't doing really well uh you know jeff and i talked about it last couple weeks because we ran her in for tests and you know she's fine she's fine tests were pretty good last couple of days not good at all and then um to the point when dogs st- stop eating i've never yeah. once had to put a dog down i've had uh, two dogs but i was at college when my when my other dogs passed and um uh, i was like dude she's not eating i mean we made her bacon she wasn't eating bacon we made yeah. her chicken wasn't gonna eat chicken I hot, you know hot dog; she wouldn't eat a hot dog everything that you she would beg for she wouldn't eat wasn't drinking water couldn't go to the bathroom and um she was breathing so hard yesterday and then, um, she couldn't lay down and fall asleep. So she was awake for more than 24 hours. And usually she sleeps upstairs. She was downstairs. I stayed downstairs with her, uh, laid right next to her all night. Um, this morning she kind of just looked at me like, I need help. You know, I'm yeah. not, I don't feel good. You need to help me. And, um, took her to the vet. And honestly, I was hoping that when we took her to the vet, they were going to say, Hey, you know what? She needs to clean out her system. We'll help her. She's constipated something. And they said, look, she's, she's an older dog. She's um, 11 and a half. She's already outlived her life expectancy, but she's, um, she's, she's basically, you know, going to live with a ton of medicine and she's never going to be normal. And we said, okay, you know what? We don't want that quality of life. So I called Josh. My wife was with me. I called Josh. You got to come down here and say say goodbye. We're gonna we're gonna do this. It was the hardest I've ever cried in my life. Oh yeah. I mean, harder than when my son died. Not saying that it was bigger than when Jake passed, but it was one of those with sugar. I was sitting there trying to prepare myself that you know dogs are gonna pass. Yeah. And for like the last few years, I've been saying okay, I'm gonna be good on this one. And man, when I had to call Josh, I couldn't even talk. Right. And it was so many tears came down and with Jake I, it feels like a broken heart with uh, with Sugar it's it's devastating because she's been so important to our family like every other good dog is for anyone who's ever had a dog dogs are the best i always love the the saying hey, when you leave the house today try and be the person your dog thinks you are Yeah, you know yeah. and and you know people have said you know dogs are the only animals that care more about your life than their own yeah. and she has been so great and when i went through we talk about depression on this show a lot i went through a serious Uh, feeling of depression from about 2009 to I'd say as far as 2013 I'd say Jeff and she was the one that was there next to me every day and um, she was big for me she was big for my wife when her mother passed away and you know dogs are great when you're sick and they lay next to you they know when you aren't feeling good she was great for Jake and uh, and Josh and her were extremely close and so yeah it was big and it's just it you know you start thinking the house we're in now we moved into this house. In December of 2014, with six heartbeats, we have right. three left. Yeah, and you go, holy shit! You know that's crazy. It shouldn't yeah, be right. that way. And you go, Rita's mom passed away. You know, yeah. my dad passed away. Jake passed away. Sugar's passed away. We lost a close family friend. Um, you know, right before that as well. So it's like there's been so much death around and sadness around this family that it was just today was like the icing on the cake of how much more can you do? Yeah. with I mean this, it is yeah I'm so tired of walking around looking at my wife and looking at my son and all of us look like we're on the, the brink of crying at any moment right and it's just it's just heavy as can be and uh losing her she was she was the best everyone says they have the best dog we we had a great dog and she uh when we said goodbye to her today just it was last things was you know thank you for loving us and that was it was it was extremely sad and I know other people have been through it and so many people have reached out to be extremely nice man but you know i I haven't thrown out her dog bed which is right next to us and and all that stuff i will i will start you know getting rid of things here and there and and uh, put the leash up on the wall but it's um it's extremely sad i don't see myself at this moment thinking about even buying another animal again i just uh, the the heartbreak is is terrible and and that's that's where we're at right now so When you said we started the day off with a really bad day, it started a really bad day.
1: Yeah. The the thing is, like I was was saying to Dave and Josh, it's like we had a board meeting earlier tonight for Jake's projects, and I kind of invested, right? Yeah. And uh, the thing is, man, like I I was saying to to Dave and Josh, like you get done at the end of the day. The day starts early, 6 o'clock, drive all the way to Carlsbad, go through the grind of that. Turn around, you drive down. Sometimes you don't get out of there until 645. Now you got to yeah, drive as far fucking southeast as you get. And you pull in, you're like, all right, this fucking show better go like nine <laughs> minutes. You know it won't. And then, Dave, uh, you get out of the car. And there were so many days where, like, I'd be on the phone. And uh, this was like, you know, with for about a year, And I'd open up the door, and she was sitting there, like I hadn't even seen her. Like she'd come right to the door, and it changes everything. She changed everything for me. Like she was, yeah. I see these guys on the plane, right? The therapy dog. I don't know. I hope it works for everybody. I told you, I just get fucking high. (laughs) That's all I do. But, uh, but man, I tell you what, Dave. When she would come down, and she'd come right at me. And then she'd do these juke moves. Yeah. And I was like, you're not that fast. You're not that quick. And uh, God damn, she'd change. Every night, that dog put me in the best mood. She just put me in the best mood every night until she fucking rotten ass <laughs> this garage every night. And we'd just be sitting here. And David would say, you know, the, the one thing that really is crazy about our society, are you smelling that yet? Because <laughs> it's going to hit you in about a minute. And I was like, no. No, don't say that. Don't say that. And uh, goddamn. And she showed no remorse. No, nope. never felt anything. The other thing that I loved is we would just be here bullshit, doing whatever. There's two couches right to our left, kind of a bigger couch and a smaller couch. They all have <laughs> throw pillows on them. This fucking psycho every night would come out here And she was struggling. Dave mentioned she was getting older. The hips didn't quite work as well. So she'd find a way to get up on the couch, and then every pillow had to be pushed off. On the floor. On the floor. And then she determined she didn't want to lay on that couch, so she'd go over to the other couch and start her bullshit over there. (laughs) But, now, Dave, I'm so sorry, man. She was such a good friend.
2: Yeah, she was.
1: She was a good friend to all of us. And uh, it was funny today seeing those pictures because I just know Greybeard, right? Yeah. uh, Because I'd see her, but I I didn't get to know her until she was a little older. And I was so excited to see her. But I don't know if there's a better picture that somebody in your family will ever take of her resting while Jake sleeps. Yeah. And I look at that picture and I'm like, you know, Suge, I'm sorry to see you go. I'll miss you every day. But I know you're back with him. That's what I want to believe too. Yeah, I know you're back with him, and and I know right now he's probably like, "Grandpa's wearing me out. I'm gonna take sugar <laughs> for a break, take sugar for a walk." But uh, goddamn, Dave, she was she was as cool as it gets. She was she was she was
0: great. It was so f- hard for us to get a dog. I was used yeah. to push really oh, get remember. a dog. Yeah. She wouldn't do it. My wife, we bought. Or five dogs at one point and return them all because rita wouldn't couldn't deal with it she just she wasn't a dog person
1: yeah how old was sugar when you got her
0: eight weeks oh shit and uh christy christy lozier and rita picked her up and brought and brought her brought her back and i was like you, aren't, you aren't giving this dog away and i yeah. remember uh i remember one time we had a boxer picked out we we're at the beverly center remember they yeah, had a the sure. pet store and we put a deposit down for this boxer, and we were going to come back and get it in an hour after we ate. And then we are going to get in the car and drive back to San Diego. And when we go back, we lost our deposit. Rita said no. And Jake was so fucking mad at her. He was like five years old, and he's screaming at her. I remember being on the yeah. 10 freeway going towards downtown, and he's yeah. screaming at her. And I've never seen a kid do this before. He was so upset, he passed out. Like mid- s- mid-sentence. Like he just, everything boom. And she's like, what happened? And we're like, Josh, is he breathing? And he was he was out. Like he he used every bit of energy of hatred towards his mom that how can you not get me this dog? And when we finally got one, the kids embraced it like, like yeah. crazy. And so it was it was uh it was really special. It was uh it was it was a great uh great love affair with this family and that dog, and and it was it was absolutely perfect. She was perfect uh for this house. you know, she wasn't she wasn't trouble. So it made it easy for Rita and it made it easy for for my boys and for me, I just wanted a dog, you know. Yeah. And so it was it was great. And I never owned a boxer, until that time, and she was cool as could be.
1: She was great. I I would just say this, having been through it a lot, and having said every time, ah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go do that, right? Yeah. When unfortunately dogs have been put down and cats have been put down and right and, yeah uh, betas when I was trying to clean the tank, they went down the drain inadvertently. They probably still had a full life to live and I didn't know how to properly drain the water out of a tank. So I probably lost like seven betas down the <laughs> sink. I apologize. I think the uh, the window where I could be charged with cruelty to a single red fish is over. But, um, but you know, and, and been through it with family, right? Yeah. Where Where cats and dogs have passed away. And they've made such an impact and they the the passing leaves such a void where you say, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. It's not fair to them to just feel like, oh, well, you're gone, I'm gonna replace you. But at a certain point, you go, you know what, I, I miss the ex I just miss the vibe of, of going for walks and putting them in the car and doing everything. And so David always starts with the same thing where you say, Hey, I, I'll just go. To Rancho Coastal, right? I'll just yeah. take a look. And then you go in, man, and you see a pup. Rancho Coastal so great. John Van Zanty and everybody up there. But you understand, like, you look and you go, man, you know what? Uh, well, let me just <laughs> And then you start kind of goofing around, and that dog feels a bond with you, and all of a sudden your day changes. Yeah. And you go, oh, shit. Am I ready for this again? And you go, well... I either better be ready or I just ultimate cock tease this pup right here. I just ruined this pup. And then uh, and I think at the right time, uh, a pup will find its way in or or whatever age, whether you guys go puppy or you go a year old or whatever, doesn't mean you're replacing sugar, man. Nobody will ever replace sugar. But there's just something about it when you go, hey, I just gave that dog a, a new fresh start. They, they bring a little energy, man, no yeah. doubt. My my ex-wife, um, right within, I'm trying to, I don't remember the time frame, but like within a couple of years, we had a couple of older cats that had passed away, and one was close to her, one was really close to me and my sons, and it it, it was a huge void. And my mother-in-law at the time found two little cats were on the street, and Dropped him off at the house. Well, my sons weren't going to say no. I wasn't going to say no. And she wasn't going to say no. Well, now, Dave, when I go over there and I go over just to, you know, watch a movie or do whatever, the one little cat that was found on the street will walk right up to you and will stand on its hind two legs and put his paws on your knee, like just standing there hanging out while you play with him. And he's the funniest goddamn cat ever. Like, the other cat just stay under the bed. But I always just think, man, I'm like, goddamn, right? Like, yeah. it, circle of life, we go through it. But that that dumb cat, when I go over there now, I'm like, I'm pissed if he doesn't talk to a fucking cat every time. <laughs> it shows up. It's like, hey, man, where you been? Pay attention to me. So, uh, no, there'll never be another one, man. She was great, and she was such a fun part. Because I'd yell at her at least twice a year. sugar <laughs> uh, But no, nah, man, I'm I'm feeling that pain today. I know a lot of people are on social media. So the
0: first person to reach out to me was Steve Woods, okay? Okay. And he goes, man, I know what it's like. It sucks, man. Oh, I feel yeah, so he bad just went you. through it. Steve went through it yeah. about a year ago. He did. And oh, fuck. Next guy reaches out to me is Mike Costa. Of course. Here's Mike. Hey, I saw the post about Butterfly or Cupcake or whatever her name was. I hope the Raiders can get at least 10 wins this season, okay? Take care, Doug. <laughs> fucking guy
1: he's the best he gets fucking, you laughing fucking man guy and, and then did he writes you the real one yeah two write, minutes later because he, he, he was he guilty does.
0: and mike did this move i remember when we first started working with mike in 2007 at extra yeah his dog passed away his yellow lab yeah and mike i remember you and i walked into the office that we shared and his back was to us and he was like petting the screen do you remember that he was oh, petting the dog fuck and I saw that, and I go, "Holy shit, dude!" Yeah, I go you tell that, me. Yeah. He's
1: fucking gone. Yeah, Mike just went over the Rainbow yeah. Bridge. And His <laughs> fucking brain just Mike's done.
0: And I'm like, "Fuck, man, watch that's gonna be me." I love this dog, you know. Yeah. And I, and I just remember watching Mike hurt like that, going, "Holy shit, dude!" He is devastated right now, not having that dog.
1: I don't know what it is, man. There's there's, and I'm I'm so glad. My son Jack's just kind of a dipshit. He's kind of. Dude, I said to him last night. I go, he he just checks out. We we went to the car wash. I told you, <laughs> you love this car wash. I do. We go, and now when you go to the free vacuum, yeah, they have like towels that are just damp enough to wipe down the inside of your windows, right? Yeah. So I grab one. I said, Jack, wipe down the inside of the windshield. Get it all covered. He goes, okay. So I'm doing it, he's going, and uh, then you get outside, right? Because they're always, they're 12, and they're still putting fingerprints on the window. So we get everything wiped down. I'm like, did you get the windshield done? He goes, yeah, it's great. We're all good. Thumbs up, right? I get in the car, and now we've driven out of there, and I look, and 75% of the windshield is perfect, and the other 25% is just behind this film of like, dust and handprints and and I go what the fuck
2: and his brother loses it
1: his brother's dying you had one job I go what the fuck I go how many fucking times did I say wipe the fucking windshield down I go well it's goddamn great that I can see through 84% of it except for that 16% I go god damn it Jack let me tell you something I go in life There are fucking guys that eat paste and they don't eat paste. I go, You're a fucking paste eater, man. I go, God damn it. So his brother's dying, right? The paste eater, like he loves cat he doesn't know how to carry a cat. Yeah. He still carries a cat like he's three, where he just drags the cat from underneath the arms, and the cat looks like he's, you know, going to wherever, going to the cat jail. I'm like, God damn, dude, put your arm under the cat. Like, like a kid a football. Right, exactly. But his brother, man, just has that connection with with cats, with a lizard, with dogs. Yeah. And it's the greatest because I'm, I'm a pet guy, Dave. Yeah. You're a dog guy. Yeah. Dogs are the coolest, man. And when you're having a, a down day, don't tell me about a fucking yeah. cat. cat will check in here and there. Cats are fine. Dude, the dog always has your back. Yeah. Sugar always had your back. She had Jake's back. She was so great for all of us. But uh yeah, man. Every everybody gets it, dude. Yeah. Especially the guys. But we knew it with Mike uh, when Steve talked about his pup, man. Yeah. We all get it, man. It's a drag. Yeah, she was she was awesome. Do you remember
0: Ted Garcia who works at Lidl? Absolutely. Great dude. <laughs> So Jeff and I, when we were at 1360 the last time, before our show started, we'd have to go down the hallway. This we was did. a
1: weird fucking story, isn't this? It's, this is a weird story about Ted. You know what? I, I, I don't. I take Ted's side
0: on this one. I'll, let you, I'll tell the story and you tell me what you think. So Jeff and I would have to do a five-minute hit on Kogo, then go back yeah. and start our show. And it was cross-promotion for both stations because of the same PD. And Ted asked me, he goes, hey, do you believe dogs go to heaven? Oh, okay, this story. Got it. And I said, yeah, Ted, I do. He goes, I do too. And it's, for Ted, Ted's not married. No. Ted's, you know, I'm guessing what, Ted's early 50s? Yeah. Okay. And Ted's animals mean something to him. Absolutely. And, and, I mean, and not saying if he was married, they wouldn't mean something to him. I'm just saying when he comes home at night, there's one thing waiting for him. It's his dog.
1: Right. It's great.
0: So for, for Ted, he says this to me, and I said, yeah, I do. And he goes, Cliff Albert. That's who it was. Who's his boss. That's tells who it him, was. The Bible says dogs don't go to heaven. Yeah. And he gets really upset. Like, he's going to cry. He's either going to cry or kill Cliff Albert.
1: Cliff did a, uh, Cliff did a, like, a Cliff's Notes about that stupid shit. Now, I love yeah. Cliff. That's the dumbest bullshit. fucking thing I've ever heard. It was a dick move. Yeah.
0: And Ted was like, yeah. And he got all fired up. And I think he literally took the day off. Like, literally went from me doing that five-minute talk with him to, I got to go. I can't fucking I, right. read the news. Yeah, and I got to get the fuck out of here. And that's he right. he was so pissed at Cliff for saying yeah. that to him, and it's, it was it was a shitty
1: thing for Cliff to say.
0: I yeah. don't care how religious Cliff is, it was it was horseshit, completely fucked up. Ted.
1: Yeah, that's. I knew there was something that I didn't like about the part of the story, but yeah. it wasn't Ted. No, it was Cliff being it a cocksucker. It was Cliff being a real douche. <laughs> fucking douche, Huh? Yeah. Huh. What oh, the fuck's Cliff No. No shit, God. Mister News, <laughs> shut your goddamn mouth. Four All right.
0: eyes. I know you were uh, you're busy today, but the Major League Baseball draft happened today. Here, here's what I thought was kind of interesting. Okay, how about, many rounds went today? Just one. Okay, just one round. Okay, and it's only five rounds total. Uh, tomorrow, Casey Schmidt from San Diego but, State will probably go in the second round, if not early third round. But he he's expected to go tomorrow. So when you look at uh, when you looked at the, the draft, the first pick of the draft, Jeff, I thought this was interesting. OK, okay. it was the Detroit Tigers. Yep. They take first baseman from Arizona State, Spencer Torkelson. Okay. Yeah. Well, when they draft him and they interview him, he goes, I'm a third baseman. And they go, what? Like everybody was shocked on TV. And he goes, I'm a third baseman. And they go, wait a second. Have you ever played third? No, but I can figure it out. Yeah. I mean, the Tigers told him, we're drafting you as a third baseman. Now, usually, if you're going to switch, it usually goes to fir- third right. to first like Paul Goldschmidt did. So this guy says he's a third baseman, and I'm thinking, hey, fuck face. Why did someone ask him the question? You weren't good enough to play third base at Arizona State. Why do you think oh, you could shit. play third base for the Detroit Tigers at the major league level?
1: What the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, my very good buddy, Brian Schilling, who is just one of my favorite guys yeah. in the world, He's a Tigers Lions oh, fan. So he's all excited today. Dan Williams is
0: probably excited.
1: <laughs> Dan Williams is all excited, but but my buddy Schilling and I have traveled road trips. His brother plays uh, in the AHL. We just have the fucking best time in the world. I told him today. I go, listen, let me just let's just get something straight. The Tigers will find a way to fuck this up, right? <laughs> Darrell Evans isn't walking through that door and neither is Gibby and neither's Sparky Yeah, and anybody else on that team. you it, They'll figure it out. They'll fuck it up. But um, Dave, I tell you, man, I just the last couple of years <clears throat> with the Major League Baseball draft, it's been so fun. Well, especially because the pods always had a top 10 pick, but to see who they were going to get right from. Yeah. Mackenzie Gore to C.J. Abrams is David Weathers, the guy. And then today, like I kept reminding myself, oh, yeah, the MLB draft's coming up. And it's just a busy time for us at work. But I didn't I didn't know any of the guys. Right. Usually yeah. you feel like it's like the NFL draft. Yeah. We would do so many shows where you would have uh, uh Jim, Jim Sabo. Remember Jim? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy he's good from our lads and then Dan Shonka and all these different guys. And you felt like you knew so much. You hope the audience felt like they knew so much about these guys. And then it was fun with baseball too. Jim Callis or somebody else would come on. You start looking at uh, Kyle Glazer, all these dudes from baseball America. And uh, I just feel bad, man. But I I tell you what, as bad as for me today going, okay, well, here's the kid. He looks like he's 11. Um, I feel bad for those kids because there's probably a lot of people like me that if they'd been drafted 2 or 3 years ago really, would have been really tuned in and really invested in it and I don't man it it's got to be the 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 goal of a lifetime yeah. and I just uh, I'm excited for those guys they'll always remember 2020 it just had a much different feel than I'm it, used it, to it did the guy I will say
0: the Padres drafted two guys tonight um the first guy they got with eighth pick, his name is Robert Hassel the third. Yeah. He's from Franklin, Tennessee. He's like almost the same area where Mookie Betts is from. When oh, you wow. look at this guy, he looks pretty fucking good. I mean he he yes. does. The swing looks pretty good. Um, a lot of people say he's like Kristen Yelich.
1: Oh shit!
0: And so he, again, he he looks pretty fucking exciting. I don't know the Dick's kid that got throws a hundred, but he throws kind of like a weird angle. Almost looks like he doesn't use his legs. Like almost like he's gonna have an arm problem. But oh it still throws hundred miles an hour. It's amazing how many guys throw a hundred now before yeah. they reach the major leagues. But for the Padres, kind kind of excited about it. Here's uh, speaking of baseball, everyone's saying there's a hundred percent chance there's going to be a season. It's kind of hard to believe in what kind of mm-hmm. season you're going to get. Um, the Angels, I was thinking about this the other day, as dumb as this sounds. Do you remember this year was the year they're going to expand the roster to 26? Yeah. Do you remember the Angels have retired number 26 for Gene Autry? Oh, remember? yeah. Remember yeah, the 25 yeah. man roster and then right. 26 guy? Now, fucking dumb do they look now retiring 26. It'd be like Seattle had the 12th man. Tony <laughs> yeah. you the a 12th man all of a sudden. You're like, now what the fuck do we do? <laughs>
1: now, what do we do? <laughs> man, I, I love going to Angel games. I do. I love going to those games. The fan experience is really, really good. But the Angels, to me, are just a team where I can't figure out, is Artie good for that team or is he a detriment to that team? Artie seems like he's kind of checked out, doesn't it? Uh, Man. I mean, it seems kind of of like... Just remember how he came in on the white horse, right? He lowered the beer prices. He bought the team back from Disney. I mean, the guy spends money, but then he... I mean, you see what happened with the scouts, and you see what else is going on. I just, dude, I want the Angels to be great. I do, you? too.
0: They're close. They're an American yeah. League team that's close to us. If you live in, let's but say, with Carlsbad. with Trout,
1: especially. Yeah. I mean, for Trout.
0: I mean, for let's say you went from work from Carlsbad and said, I'm going to a major league game tonight. Oh, yeah. It's basically the same distance going north as it's going south.
1: Used to do it all the time. We would go up there. Um, I mentioned it. I, can, I remember going to the Big A. You know, you go see the Twins. But I went up and watched Nolan Ryan pitch when the, when Ryan came in with the Rangers. It was unbelievable. Yeah. But then when they redid Angels Stadium after the Rams left and made it even, like, it's so fun. It and is. then my sons and I were up there uh, last year on opening weekend. We had a great time. I love Petco, too. Like, I, I have a blast. At Petco. Look, I, I mean, I've had a great time at Dodger Stadium, yep. at and had a great time in Oakland man yep. just go like let's just go to the ballpark and see a game but the like the Dodgers you know what the Dodgers right they're all in San Diego sometimes you feel like we are and then we kind of lose i don't i think what the pods need the pods need a mission statement and then they need to follow it. <laughs> right <laughs> they're all over the place we will build From within, so we have one of the greatest farm systems in baseball. Manny! (laughs) And then we will go and we will continue so that our fans have a team that we feel like we can win with. Uh, Matt (laughs) Strong And you're just like, fuck, dude. Like, what are we doing here, right? Yeah. Like, don't, don't get distracted by the shiny objects. Like, figure it out.
0: I always say with the uh, with the pods and what they're doing right now with AJ that they would have been so much better off in 2015 if they mm-hmm. would have gone with the attitude of we're gonna build from within. We're, it might, we're gonna it's gonna take a little bit to build this up, but we're gonna boom hit the ground running. But remember, in 2015 they went all money and trades yeah. and stupid shit, and then in 2016 they decided to go that route. So they set themselves back a few years, and you lost a guy like Trey Turner in the meantime doing it. Right. And you signed Fat Kemp and all that stuff, and and things were bad. But it's, um, for for the pods, it, it seems like it's, it has to be, <laughs> 51 seasons later, it has to be a matter of time, right? But then I'm looking at their old first-round picks today.
1: Oh, don't do that.
0: And I'm going, all right, well, Hunter Renfro was a first-round pick. You traded yeah. him. Eric Lauer was a first-round pick. You traded him. I mean, yeah. you're, you're you're looking to trade Quantrill. You're looking to trade yeah. all these guys that when draft day came around, these are the future of the Padres, and then you're saying, fuck it. You aren't even going to be here four years. No, no.
1: Yeah, you just and look how many of the international guys. Yeah, right. I mean, we're we're waiting for yep. Ona Morjon and all these uh, guys. I mean, John Conniff will know better than anybody if they're progressing the way you want them to. Um, you feel good about Abrams. You feel good about Gore. You feel good about Patino, right? Camposano's supposed to be a stud coming up. You through. Do. So you go. Okay, that's good. Paddock's been great, right? Tatis has been great. And so you start looking and you go, all right, well, shit. I gave you a couple of names right there that are much different than anything they've had in the past. But, yeah, uh, I I just, I, it would have been, I think it sucks, man, Dave. The, the other day I, I mentioned I took my kids to Coronado. This would have been such an incredible year at Petco Park. Because to me, this was make or break. And Preller knew it. That team was, as we sit here tonight in early June, they were either going to be three games within first place. Yeah. Or that fucking guy was dead man walking. And we would have gotten done with the draft tonight, and if they were 10 or 12 games back, we'd have been like, well, that shithead can go. (laughs) We got enough out of him. Take that Trailways bus and get on it, and don't stop till it drops you off in St. Pete because you're officially... I don't know, video coordinator for the Rays starting Monday. Get going. Or if they were winning, you're like, well, goddamn. <laughs> goddamn, AJ, you son of a bitch. We stuck it out with you. We were ready to run you out of town. Look at this goddamn team you built. God bless them. Give them a 50-year extension. This was going to be the year. Yeah. And down there at Petco with the, the brown and gold coming back, that was going to be fun. But it, it was no more bullshit, right? Like, Paddock needs to be there. Gore needs to be there. Tatis fucking Machado needs to step up. Hosmer needs to play where he needs to be. And this was going to be a defining year for that organization, I believe.
0: It is so weird that they have yeah. the new uniforms and yet they haven't worn them yet. I mean, the kid draft today puts on a brown Padre hat. Yeah. And you still haven't worn these fucking hats.
1: Well, I, I say it all the time. My my two sons play MLB the show all the time and they're on the Padres yeah. team. Another good outing from you the other day. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I really like them. Like, and my sons say it every night, too. They play. I like them, too? Yeah. Cool. Like, when you're playing. I mean, it's just in the video game. Yeah. Goofing around. But the home jerseys and both of the yeah. two road jerseys. Like you look at them, you go, damn, those are pretty cool. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see them. The problem is, uh, we're not going to have the same team on Fox sports, San Diego that we have on PS4. that will yeah. be a little disappointing. <laughs> My cost is a silver slugger award winner at second base. And, uh, I can't even, t- who do we got? Profar is the ER guy, Brian he, Dozier. Is he's, so he's still here. Like, I don't even know who the fuck our second basemen are right now. So yeah, you look around, but I don't know, it'd be fun, man. I, I just I feel bad for that organization because it could have been really good.
0: So let's say they go out and they play four, a forty eight game season. <laughs> God okay. damn. Yeah. Here's one of the things I was thinking of. If they play yeah. forty eight games, there's mm-hmm. gonna be multiple people that will hit four hundred this year. Like, yeah. Nobody has hit four hundred well, since Jackie Robinson came into major league baseball.
1: I would imagine Dave they'll do what the NBA did which is just the stat books closed. Kinda we're just going to
0: yeah, we're just going to play games. I mean, your ace pitcher. Chris Paddock will get 8 starts. Yeah. Seriously. He'll yeah. get okay, get 8 starts and then hopefully he's in the playoffs. But that that's all you're going to get from your from your starting rotation.
1: Uh yeah, I mean unless they get it cranked up to 75 Holy or 80. shit, man. I
0: hope they do. It just seems so crazy to play a 48 game season. And then if they keep waiting they say it goes down to 41. It's like, well, what's the you. fucking We're gonna point? We're going to play five. Yeah. We're
2: going play five <laughs> games.
1: Just long enough for all of you to get that goddamn cotton swab shoved up your nose <laughs> 17 times, and then you're done. Um, two quick things. Yeah. It feels more and more. We haven't talked on this at all, but it feels more and more like they actually are going to get everything completed for San Diego State. Yeah, and that they're going to put a goddamn shovel in the ground in a couple of months. Can you imagine, Dave? If before the end of 2020, let's just say before the end, yeah, that all of a sudden out there, JD Wicker, the closer himself, Kevin Faulkner, fucking guy, everything he touches turns Jesus. to gold. Kid's amazing, <laughs> um, and whoever else, right? Phil Blauer, whoever <laughs> else you have, put to show Jim Betancourt put jim he's out there the only, he's the only
0: guy you just named that think could actually get something done
1: uh if they put a goddamn shovel in the ground yeah this year in that corner of the parking lot and they start digging that shit up that's gonna be the craziest thing ever right it is
0: my feeling is i think once it's done and it's gonna be beautiful yeah we're gonna go we made a mistake should have made it bigger I think we made we just made a big mistake. Well, it's not
1: I, like we've done that with the convention no, center, yeah.
0: Dave. or, or, or e- even even Vias Arena, which is great. They yeah. they half-assed it when they built that arena. Oh if yeah, you, if you have good seats, you're walking your ass. Yeah, off you're done to get the fuck out of there. I mean, Rocky couldn't make it out of those steps. It, no. You were so fucking tired. How come? How do you not have a center divide in there? Right, a concourse level. It, it's bizarre. But anyway, I think they're gonna fuck it up and go. This is a major city. We want bigger things here. How the hell did we end up with a stadium this size? They they need they. It's not Boise.
1: Fuck. No, eighteen thousand. Yeah.
0: I mean, what are we doing? So uh, overall, I'm, I'm excited that they're moving forward. I know some people when I used to feel when Qualcomm, well, we call it Qualcomm, you and I all the time, yeah. when SDCCU stadiums ripped to the ground, they're gonna be heartbroken. I'm to the point every time I see it, just rip it down already. I'm done with looking at it when I drive by. <laughs> I'm like, it's a factory of disappointment. It's just well, a reminder of never fucking finishing.
1: The only thing is. So you're going to take that stadium down, Qualcomm yeah. down, okay? Great. Um, I guess you could go Petco. I'm just thinking, though, like the big concert tours that come through. Yeah. The Stones. Well, the Stones have played Petco, so I guess you could go back there. McCartney's played Petco, Billy right? Joel's been there. Yeah. All right. I guess we could do them there. We could get a fair amount of people. But I am, I am um, fascinated by that. And I think in this city, if that project starts going, it'll feel like it moves really quick. Yeah. I, I think we'll have that excitement and especially if I if I have my logistics right, I think it's right at that corner, like where the the eight and the fifteen meet. Yeah. I, I think it's like right there, kind of the what'd that be? Like the northeast corner of the parking lot is I think where they're talking about Breaking ground and putting it. But I'm sure the environmental impact reports all have to be done. But I just hope they put that in. Then the other story that, god damn, Scott Lewis is on the air more than. Holy shit, dude. He might as well have his own show. He's on every show every week. Every week. Hey, here we go. Scott Lewis. Great dude. Now, today, I loved hearing him talk about what is coming to the Midway District. And that whole Midway District is in the crosshairs for redevelopment. But part of the redevelopment plan would include, who's ever going to do it, you have to build a new arena. You can't just say, hey, we're coming down here, and we're going to put in low-income housing, and we're going to put in office buildings, and we'll have a swan park. Fuck you. Okay. Enough of this shit. And there'll be bike lanes like Encinitas. Fuck you again. That's all you have
0: to do is throw out bike lanes.
1: Yeah. Uh, this, I, I can feel it already. I can feel it already. I'm prepping you. We are the same city that voted down a TOT tax that would have paid first responders, we would have let out of towners. Right, We continue to have a low TOT tax. We couldn't figure anything out to get the convention center done. We couldn't do it to save the NFL here. We don't know how to vote. Look at Mike Geary, Bruce Henderson, Kevin Faulkner, and any of these other fucking dipshits that we voted into office over the years. What Scott has said in his 47 radio appearances over the last three days is one thing. This is not a vote on the development the one thing that they will have to vote on is do we finally get rid of the height restrictions in Point Loma you're not anywhere near the flight path which would allow a big time arena to come in as well as uh, I'm thinking of the Staples Center right it's a beautiful Ritz Carlton hotel that goes by it's skyscrapers that go by the amount of money that we could generate for the city by cleaning up that whole area over there could be unbelievable. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, this fucking city is Mayberry by the beach. I don't, I want to believe I'm going to be wrong. They'll vote that shit down. They'll vote that shit down. They'll be like, that's not what Monty Kobe wanted when he opened the swap meet. (laughs) No building above eight feet tall. (laughs) If it's good enough for AM, PM, it's good enough. If it's good enough for fucking, I don't know, who else is over there? What's that place? uh, What's that place, the strip club down by the old post office? Pacers? Nah, that's just a kiss away. That's the other (laughs) way. You're going the wrong way. You're going midway that way. I'm going the opposite, down by the Marines. What the fuck is that one? I don't know. All right. Well, that's the one where all the porn stars show up. Okay. But, dude, I'm just telling you, that whole area, you can clean out everything. When you look at that, find me an area from Rosecrans all the way out to the eight. Yeah. Where you go, well, if we're going to redevelop, this has to stay, guys. There's no Western Metal Supply Building down there. Are you out of your mind? We cannot take out the Sunglasses Warehouse. We cannot take out the Brazilian... Rallies. (laughs) Do they have rallies over (laughs) there? there? There's a rallies. Am I wrong on that? I don't know. They might be. But you could clear out literally that whole fucking area. And you could take out that whole Target Mall. Yes. What? I mean, you're going to... Buddy, you talk about closing my Olive Garden, I'm going to talk about closing your eye. All that shit can go that whole dude. You could gut it from the eight all the way down to Rosecrans. And if you're feeling frisky, you could go west out past fucking the old Loma theater. All that shit can come out. Yeah. And if you're going east, you can go all the way out to the old take out the old fucking post office. All that shit, Dave. That could be amazing. You could do for the midway. What the visionaries in Lucino and Moore started with Petco Park. The gas lamp used to end 5th Avenue, right? Did you really go to 6th? Was I going to take uh, Jeannie Pepper up and down 6th Avenue? <laughs> Not if I wanted a 10th date, I wasn't. But now, fuck, man, you don't even mess around on 4th anymore. 4th is for jobbers, guys that listen to 97.3. The guys that listen to this show, we start heading east, and you go into the East Village. You've changed everything downtown. Could be the same thing for Midway. I, I, just, I mean, we're relying on Scott Sherman and these dipshits to get anything through, but we're also relying on ourselves to vote down the height restriction, and I don't think we get that.
0: That down. is crazy. All right, want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is your guy to get you out of debt. Are you tired of being in debt? Guess what? He wants to make you debt-free. Are you tired of renting? Would you like to own your own home? All you have to do is make that call to Dan Williams. He can help you walk you through the process to make it happy. Make it happen, and you can be a happy guy by having a home and be a brand-new homeowner. 858-688-6813. Dan Williams is standing by. 858-688-6813.
1: Nothing better than checking in on different cards, And seeing zero balance, no minimum payment due. And then you go, well, hey, I've got money in the bank. Uh, I could do one of two things. A, I could load up on AOL stock and just retire. (laughs) Or I could start looking ahead to maybe buying a house. And how do I do that? Well, the first part is getting everything down to that zero balance. Once you have it down to the zero balance, then you start talking to Dan Williams. Actually, you got to talk to Dan to get it there how do you get those uh get that money in order dave i've been there man i've been there when that credit score you dread hitting that button because you go dude am i really in my 20s or my 30s or my early 40s and my credit score is below 700 what the fuck <laughs> and now like when you look at it for me it's up 8 15, 8 consistently. You go, yeah, that's where it should be. Well, to help you get there, give Dan a call, tell him Dave and Jeff's
0: absolutely. When you find that perfect house, or you're thinking of moving right now, and you're going, you know, looking for a smaller house or a bigger house, it doesn't matter. The most important thing is what neighborhood do you want to be in? That's what Brian Curry is going to ask you. And then when you figure out what neighborhood you want to be in, he's going to find you the perfect house, the house of your dreams is just around the corner. Brian Curry's been selling real estate all over San Diego County. For more than 20 years, look, he deals with guys in the military. He's a relocation broker specialist. He's a great guy for you to get to know. He's a guy that will make sure that you're completely happy with the home that you have and also selling your home. Brian's number is 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
1: Figured out where I'm moving, Dave. I'm moving to The Rock. I'm moving to Coronado. Are you? Is that where you're going now? Well, that's what my son said. So they've... Uh, <laughs> the one that can't
0: clean a windshield?
1: Yeah. They've determined that I should live in the condos just south of the Dell. I'm pretty sure those are about yeah, $2 million a pop. You got it. Yeah, no worries. But uh, I've got a new website with Kyle Pfluger, and I, I think once we do our IPO, um, I'll probably have money to burn. But we determined the other day, they said to me, they go, you know, Dad... If you were to end up moving to Coronado, we definitely stay over here more than all, uh, more often than not. I was like, all right, well, we'll break that to your mom, too. We'll let her know. <laughs> but, um, man, can you imagine Coronado? That would be many, amazing. How many great places are there? the? The other one that I saw, I was downtown, like I said, the other night. And we were way east on, uh, I think we were east on, like, Market. Yeah. But we were way out, like 16th. And, man, you start looking at some of those high-rise buildings. They might be the ones that we talked about before that you see from the freeway. I don't know. Goddamn, those places look great. Now, I'd probably come out and go, this whole street smells like urine. (laughs) Um, I don't know, but they look pretty cool. Wherever you want to go, wherever your kids want you to go, whatever neighborhood within reason uh, Brian Curry is going to help you get there. Absolutely.
0: tailored May pools. Guess what? Alan Taylor can help you find that perfect pool for that brand-new house. More than 20 years in San Diego. Extremely busy right now because oh, right now things are booming. It is hot as can be, and you wish you had that perfect pool in the backyard. Alan Taylor is never too busy for you, even though it is Amy's birthday today. Is we it wanna, today? Yes. Yeah, so want to wish her a happy birthday as well. But Alan Taylor is your guy, 619-449-4452. And you'll see when he starts building that brand new pool for you, he'll bring two boxes with him. Yeah? Yeah, he'll bring a white one named Chaos, and he'll bring a brown one that looks just like Sugar named Cash. Oh, yeah. And he got those dogs out there sitting there patrolling your house (laughs) and property, and guess what? They're going to sit there and watch Alan break his back just for you. That's what Alan Taylor (laughs) will do for you. Taylor Maypool, 619-449-4452.
1: Well, a very happy birthday to our friend Amy. Nobody better, completely nuts, just like (laughs) Al Taylor. Uh, Man, oh, man, I I remember sitting here uh, in November, made it pretty clear to you, it's going to be a hot one this summer, what a good time to call uh, Al Taylor. And a lot of you shrugged it off. (laughs) Fuck, I can't come over there and dial the phone for you, you fuckers. Okay, for Christ's sake. You're sitting out front today sweating your balls off, (laughs) turning on that A.C., listening to that same shitty song on the radio, and you're like, fuck! Why did I listen to him? He's been right on everything. You're right. I have been. And I'm right on this. Maybe you get your shit together. Maybe you don't. But for that 5% of you that do, and make that call, and let Al Taylor know that you're ready to make that commitment, have the pool built in your backyard— that's right, Dave. We've got an Alan Taylor special. Are you ready for this one? Yes, let's hear it. For the first 14 people that call Taylor-made Pools and say, I listened to Dave and Jeff, guess what you're getting, Dave? The underrated Kate Jackson swimming pool. <laughs> Kate Jackson. A lot of people want Cheryl Ladd. Yeah. Maybe negotiable a little bit more than, than the base pool. She's a one-night stand, though. Jacqueline Smith. She's a lifer. She's a lifer. But Kate Jackson that's a good one. We can yeah, get you all in on. That's Call, true. It, tell them uh, Dave and Jeff sent you That Kate Jackson pool will be in your backyard before you know it. She,
0: <laughs> Kyle Fluger, he's your guy for that perfect website right now. Do you need a website redone? Are you looking to boost a brand new business? Kyle Flueger's your guy.
1: I can't thank enough. My friend Tim Griffin, former third baseman at Stanford, tells me they repeatedly beat up Brett Boone's USC teams (laughs) quite often. Uh, He's also my business manager, and he and I have come up with a brand new website. It'll be coming to your computer soon. That's right. It's milfsthathaveantibiotics.com. Milfs with com. We're going to have them both just so everybody in case anybody gets confused. That's right, the hottest chicks in the world that can help you beat these diseases and get you back up on your feet. What could be better? <laughs> Milfs with antibiotics.com and when we're ready to launch this, down at the bottom you're going to see website designed by Kyle Fluger. <laughs> it's like hot chicks in jail. Pornstarswheretheynow.com if you had one porn star to go, God, what the hell happened to her? Where is she today? Who would you think? Who would you go? Oh my God, dude, that is funny to say that. The sad thing is, I've looked up every one of them. that I wondered what happened to them.
0: Usually, it ends in death. I hate to say it. Oh shit, they don't end up
1: very well. They don't end up very well. I'd like to know. I'd like to know where Barbara Dare is. <laughs> dude, I bet we could find Barbara Dare. She was God damn, Dave. When I worked at the warehouse, oh, you'd go get that box. And it was the only box that didn't have, like, Paramount Studios or Universal. It was just Video Director. Well, that was me. So I'd have to get that blade. I'd tell all my greasy-fingered buddies, <laughs> don't touch that box. And you gingerly crack open that seal, and then Barbara Dare's staring up at you like, where have you been? <laughs> God damn, you knew it was a good Tuesday. Barbara Dare is still alive. Yeah. I think, like, where does she go? I think she's doing. How how old do you think she is? Hmm, Good question. Barbara Dare. Let's say she's 54. 57. God damn it. That was my first answer, and I gave her the benefit of the doubt. for
0: some reason, I thought she was older than that. Yeah, 57. 57. And a a funny thing is, Alan Taylor could say whatever he wants. The majority of these girls are always from Canada.
1: Always. (laughs) Always. <laughs> Always, man.
0: The other day, I'm sitting there, and I'm watching TV. It's like 10 in the morning, and all of a sudden, my phone beeps. I look at it. Josh is behind me. He's in the kitchen, and and I look at my phone, and it's Lisa Ann. Hey, yeah. just want to tell you uh, that I miss you. Oh. <laughs> I turn, I go, how about that? And then, so- yeah. So I know you and I have been checking on her because right. of what's been going on in New York, New York. But I was like, how great is this? Right. She's sitting there writing to Jeff and I in the morning. Hey, just want to let you know I miss you. Thinking about you and your family.
1: Best day ever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> how does, that, how does that? What did you guys do
1: today? Steve Woods was texting Aunt Peg telling her he missed her. <laughs> All
0: right, here we go. How old are they? How much are they worth? We're going to go one June 10th. The Other ones are June 9th. There's only one famous person from June 10th that matters. Everyone else is a tiktok star but we're gonna right. go judy garland
1: damn dude judy garland died i think young well how old is Liza minelli right you gotta do the math there i'm gonna say that judy garland uh i'm gonna say that she would have been 98
0: exactly right
1: get the fuck out of here exactly right <laughs> 98
0: now it's funny judy garland i realized i was looking for my grandparents gravesite about a month ago when i was in la yeah she's right next door she's oh no she's, way yeah her, her and um bugsy siegel yeah are right there and judy garland though here's the craziest thing about her before you guess how much she's worth how tall do you think judy garland is or was Four eleven. No shit. So I'm like, dude, she was around the lollipop guild. How short are those fuckers?
1: God damn, those little <laughs> bastards. God damn. She uh, looked like Lisa Leslie when she walked in. So
0: she was born in 1922, died in 1969. So is Really? That yeah.
1: 47?
0: Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Damn. That right? Okay. Yeah, so, okay, so how much is she worth? Uh... $14 million. $20 million. All right. $20 million. All right, June 9th, I got three big ones for you. Johnny Depp.
1: Johnny Depp. Oh, fuck. Uh, I could tell you right now he's worth zero because he's <laughs> fucking bankrupt. I'll is say, he bankrupt? It doesn't it, say bankrupt on there. I'm going to say he is... Oh, he did lose a shitload of money. Yeah, he lost everything. He had a business manager and bad divorce that took everything from him. I'm going to say he's... Uh, Fifty-seven. Exactly right, dude. Look at you. You're two two in for a row. two. Yeah.
0: So, uh, go ahead. Guess how much money then that he had because that's what. There's dude, a he had a
1: ton it. of money and he lost it all. Like he, he lost everything. I think he was over three hundred million. It has
0: two hundred million here, but that's okay. uh, that's what they have. Okay, Natalie Portman. Let's see if you can go three for three.
1: Oh shit, Natalie Portman. I will point out. I've never once. I avoid the Sunday paper when they show the birthday oh, do they? things. Because I, I don't want to have anything. Uh, Natalie Portman, 42.
0: 39.
1: Uh, sorry. Uh, 34, 39. How much is she worth? I mean, I haven't seen no, her she around. did Star Wars. Oh, shit. That's true. Uh, 27 million. 60 million dollars. 60? Yep. Shit.
0: All right. Last guess. Uh, Michael J. Fox.
1: Oh. Remember, he was always older than we thought. Right? I'm gonna say he's uh sixty one. Fifty nine. Goddamn. sorry. <laughs> How much is he worth? I wonder what I mean you gotta figure he's been good. I'll say forty million.
0: Sixty five million. Nice. Sixty five million dollars. All right, stay or goes. Here's the deal. Stay or goes, it's Padre's number one draft picks. <laughs> you gotta pick which one you would with All right, stay with. I like this. All right, here we go. Trey Turner or Khalil Green? Trey Turner. Yeah, without a doubt, right? Green's yeah. too weird.
1: Yeah, weird dude. This tuna fish.
0: Hunter Renfro, Eric Lauer.
1: Oh, goddamn, damn. Uh, Renfro. Really? Yeah, Lauer wore me out. Doesn't Renfro
0: Is... have that have lisp? Start to drive you little nuts?
1: Uh, that'd probably be bad, too, but <laughs> Lauer, yeah. throwing, Trying to throw coconuts about 40 miles an hour. That's... <laughs> All yeah. right, here we go. Two guys were
0: drafted extremely high. One guy was drafted number one overall. That goes after three overall. Matt Bush, Donovan Tate.
1: Oh, goddamn. God damn. God damn.
0: <laughs> you'd be so disappointed being stuck with either one of these Right. Assholes.
1: I can't. I'd take Donovan Tate you just because right? I know nothing about him.
0: Yeah. Also, Matt Bush. There's no cars there. You'd Isn't be safe. Donovan
1: Tate the Mike Trout year?
0: Yes. Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Great. Here we go. Ben Davis, Sean Burroughs
1: uh Ben Davis got mad is Ben Davis a broadcaster now yeah for the Phillies okay I think he's pretty good I'll take uh I'll take Ben Davis
0: all right and last you're gonna go Derek Lee or Joey Hamilton uh oh I'll take Derek Lee me too I would take Derek Lee as well all right yeah there you go you all knocked right. them all out
1: Uh, We'll be down here late Sunday night, recap of WWE Backlash. (laughs) Because my son's like, hey, Dad, Backlash is Sunday night, so tell Dave you're running late. I'm like, oh, perfect. Now I got to get up on Monday. Um, Yeah, Dave, I'm sorry for your loss. She was the best, and we enjoyed her a lot down here. Man, I'm telling you, dogs are just the coolest, so... For anybody who gets it uh, and has been through it, man, 2020 can fucking end at any point, right? Absolutely. No All kidding. Right. All right. Take care of your pets tonight. Look out for your kids and your family. We'll see you Sunday. All
0: right.
2: The was a black lad that it brought home. He said, Sonny's yours. From now on, Bandit looked at me and he cocked his head. Slept that night on the foot of my bed. All that year, I can see him still chasing after me, nipping at me. there when I got home again. And I thought we would be together. Go on and on just like that forever. But I was young back then. I guess I just didn't know. Little boys grow up and dogs get old. E okay.